Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome to my channel. We are doing the Moon Compatibility series and examining the nakshatras and the characteristics of their intimacy. Now we come to Punarvasu nakshatra. We just finished Ardra nakshatra. Now let's do Punarvasu nakshatra in Gemini because Punarvasu nakshatra has three padas in Gemini and the last one exalted cancer in cancer. So it becomes different if you put the moon sign in different padas. Okay, be careful of that. Now, <clears throat> we examine a moon in Gemini, as you can see, number one. And moon's compatibility, moon sign of a man or a woman's compatibility with the moon sign and the nakshatra of others. Okay. So if the moon of the man or a woman is in Punarvasu nakshatra, first of all, it is compatible, obviously, with Punarvasu nakshatra. But next level of compatibility, as you can see there, is with Purva Falguni and Uttra Falguni in the third place from Gemini, which is Leo. Right? That's the first level of compatibility. Now, if you want to match, to recap, Devgana, you should always match with the Manushagana, not with Rakshatagana. Punarvasu is a Devgana. Be careful of that always. Okay, the first level is Purva Falguni and Uttra Falguni in, Gem in Leo, third place from Gemini. Also, the next level of compatibility would be in the sign of Virgo, which is fourth place from Gemini, as marked there. So, the fourth place, it will be compatible best with Hasta Nakshatra, Punarvasu Nakshatra, man or woman, and Hasta Nakshatra, man or woman, moon sign. Okay, this will be compatible. That is Punarvasu Nakshatra in Gemini and Hasta Nakshatra in Virgo. That's the best level of compatibility. Devgana to Devgana is very good compatibility. <clears throat> also, another one would be Uttra Falguni also within um, Virgo. The Padas within Virgo. That's also not bad. Devgana to Manushagana is also fine. Next one, we have the seventh sign from Gemini, okay, which is Sagittarius, as you can see, opposite to um, Gemini. And the moon sign should be in Uttra Ashada or Purva Ashada, not Mula Nakshatra. Mula Nakshatra is Rakshatra. So Uttra Ashada, Purva Ashada with Punarvasu Nakshatra is also compatible moon signs. The next one on our compatibility is 10th um, place from Gemini, which happens to be Pisces. And in that, the moon compatibility best is in Revati Nakshatra. Why? Because it is Devana to Devana, right? And Uttra Bhadrapada and Purva Bhadrapada would come next in the line. That way, interpreted that way. That's also good. But not full points. You see, it's like how the point system is like that. It's like a scale of gray. It's not necessarily black or white. Black or white would be Devana Rashtarana. So, last level of compatibility of the moon sign is man or woman's moon in Punarvasu Nakshatra and a man or a woman's moon in the 11th sign from Gemini, which happens to be Aries in Ashwini Nakshatra. 
Ashwini is also Devgana. So Devgana, Devgana compatibility is right there. Remember, this is one of the eight types of compatibility criteria I'm taking here, right? It's not, it's not all kinds of things, right? There are other eight forms which we are not considering for the purposes of this. Why? Because we are considering criteria isolated way only for lasting love. This is the Bhakut principle. So Ashwini Nakshatra, right? And next level would be even Bharani because Bharani is also the uh, Manushagana, but fine. First, we always try to match the best possible combinations, right? Okay, so now let us see what are the intimacy characteristics that Punarvasu brings to the table. Because every nakshatra has its own signature with which it views as this is how I feel intimacy, right? Each nakshatra views certain ways. Let's see what Punarvasu brings. So there you have it on the screen, right? Punarvasu's intimacy characteristics for the Ra. lovers in the bubble over there. <coughs> Sorry, throat today. Characteristics of intimacy, nurturing and supportive. The Punarvasu nakshatra prioritizes emotional well-being of their partners and, and are dedicated to creating a safe space and caring environment. Isn't that wonderful? Every nakshatra has something like this. Nurturing and supportive is their signature. They love to nurture their home environment. They love to nurture the emotional needs of the partner. Next one, they are adaptive and flexible. They can easily adjust to different situations and are willing to accommodate the needs and preferences of their partners. They are very accommodating when it comes to their partners. They're very adaptive. Gemini gives them that signature of adaptability. Gemini is very adaptive air sign. Curiosity and intellect is the third one. They appreciate partners who can engage in meaningful conversations and exchange ideas and explore intellectual pursuits. Once again, we see the Gemini side of intimacy. This is how Gemini feels intimacy. The Mithuna Lagna, as they say. They appreciate partners who can engage in meaningful conversations. If you want deep intellectual conversations, Punarvasu is a nakshatra for you because they will be interested in that. Emotional sensitivity is the fourth one. They have the ability to understand and resonate with their partner's emotions, providing comfort and support when needed. They are emotionally sensitive people. Even though it's an air sign, you've got to understand air has got a higher level of emotional sensitivity than even the earth sign or the fire sign. Only higher than air sign would be water signs. Obviously, they are moksha signs. <clears throat> you shall see that when we come to different nakshatras in different signs. They have a desire for stability. They seek partners who can provide a sense of emotional stability and consistency. Why? Because it's an air sign. It's moving around a lot. They are looking for something concrete, right? This is why they desire stability, emotional stability and grounding. They have strong family values, the fifth one. They appreciate partners who can share similar values and prioritize familial bonds. They like family a lot. My sister is Punarvashi Nakshatra, so I know how strongly she is familial. Family values matter a lot to the Punarvashi Nakshatra. 
they are not unorthodox in this. They are quite orthodox in this respect. Purnavasu is also a nakshatra of Lord Rama, for example. Very family-oriented. He sacrificed everything for his family. They appreciate partners who share similar values. Communication skills. They are able to express their thoughts and emotions effectively, fostering open and honest communication in their relationships. Once again, there is the Gemini side. Gemini is all about communication. Third house is all about communication. Air sign is all about communication. Highest in Gemini. <clears throat> Therefore, even their intimacy, they perceive more in terms of communication aspects. You need to communicate to the Punarvasu. You need to talk to them. You need to let them talk to you. Bonding in terms of communication is important for the Gemini nakshatras. Just in general principle, just remember that. They are intuitive and insightful. They can perceive subtle cues and have a deep understanding of their partner's needs and desires. Very intuitive people. They will know if you are bullshitting around, right? They know they are insightful. They have subtle cues. They can read your body language. They can read your eyes. They can read your mind. They can feel the energies. Uravasu is highly intuitive. So, when it comes to intimacy, you need to be transparent with the Punarvasu. That's what matters. Then it will have a more lasting impact. Then it will have a more bonding impact. What are we saying when we are saying intimacy? Seriously, what are we looking at? We are looking at emotional bonding, which has got a principle of lastingness about it. It is lasting through life, not just one or two or seven or ten years. You want a lasting lifetime of emotional bonding. That's the principle we are looking at now in all these series. Okay? We shall do the next one in the next video. Meanwhile, take care. Be safe.